Hello, everybody. Welcome to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for all things horror. We are your hosts. My name is Brandon. My name is Justin. And welcome to the show. Here we are, a week late. My apologies. Mm -hmm. uh, my new work schedule um, has uh, impacted quite a bit on availabilities yeah. for recordings. Yeah. Justin doesn't like to do things at night. I well, you know, I have to like go to bed and like go to work. <laughs> yeah, I know so. Kind of yeah. I, I know, so do I. Um, uh, yeah, I don't have to start till 10, though, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Don't. Like, by the time we got done recording, <laughs> after you got home and got settled uh -huh. and ate and everything, I would basically just have to record from bed. <laughs> and, uh, <coughs> yeah. Um, and so, um, hopefully this won't become a trend. Uh, last weekend we were going to record, but I got roped into a work thing on Saturday, Friday... It's just, it's just all bad. And we almost yeah. like I like it's like five p.m. on Saturday. Mm -hmm. We both work. Oh, I work tomorrow, but yeah. like, yeah, dude, it's all bad. I I had redid the flooring in my daughter's room this morning, and I'm just like busting my ass through it just to be like I. <laughs> my wife's like, well, you know, life happens. The house comes first. I'm like, yeah. I get it. But I also have, like, I have to do this. Like, she's like, no, you have to yeah. get that room done. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm trying to do both. <laughs> I'm stretching my thick ass as thin as possible <laughs> to to do it. But, um, yeah, we're here today late, but, yeah. Still great. Yeah. <laughs> Better than never. Um, we are talking about 2022's requel, I guess you could call it, but we're talking Scream. Yeah. Um, I watched it, I believe, the day that it came out, or that Friday, like that weekend. And mm -hmm. my initial thoughts were not that good. I which surprised well, me. Well, yeah, but so the thing is, I don't, I don't know if I'm just tired today, I, or I was paying attention more and I was trying. Like I really want to like, like I love Ghostface, all ten of them mm -hmm. now. Like <laughs> I or nine, I think there was only there was nine, only yeah, there was yeah. only one in three, but yeah. like I like the movies. Like it didn't wow me. It didn't, but there was something specific the first viewing that me and my buddy Troy, we were watching it and we we're just like, we both had the same thought. Like, and I texted him and I'm like, Hey, do you remember that gripe that we had when we got done watching scream? He's like, no, I'm like, must not that been that big, uh, must not have been that big of a gripe, but watching it today, I, I still kind of feel like this is just a better version of four, but That's you know fair. what I mean? Like, and that you actually watched all four of them, like a, what, a week or two ago. Yeah, it was whenever it hit uh, Paramount Plus. I did a binge and watched all five in a row, mm. and saved my first viewing of five until I got through four. Yeah, dude, that and that's the way to do it. Honestly, by the way, yeah. if you haven't seen Scream yet, this is gonna be uh, full-on spoilers. Um, True. I was taking my notes with spoilers in mind, just being like, granted, the second time seeing it. I'm like, okay, this doesn't make sense to me. This doesn't, like, why are you doing it like this? Okay, I know who the killers are, so now that makes sense a little bit. But, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's on Paramount+. Plus. If you haven't seen it yet, it's definitely worth a watch. Like, it is mm -hmm. the first 
scream to be directed by somebody other than Craven, which is sad. Yeah. You know, rest in peace, good sir. But um, I don't know. It looked good. It you know it kind of felt like a scream movie. But I don't. Yeah. It overall, tonally, visually, like. It was a really pretty movie, and I say that just because, yeah. like, the way it was shot, um, it was kind of dark. Even during the day, like, there was just, like, this kind of dark... Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, And so, I don't hate it as much as I remember disliking it when I first told you about it, but... <sighs> Yeah, I just I'm happy I'm 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 curious about what they're gonna do next because they've already talked about uh, Scream Six uh, basically yeah. coming out what next year year after whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they're filming this. Yeah, summer. 2023, and it's like, okay, what direction are you gonna go? And are you guys just going to continue to be like, oh, I was friends with Sam. And now I'm upset or, you know, like some forgotten character. I didn't get my due. Like, I'm curious about what direction they're going to go. And they always seem to find a way to kind of make it work. Yeah, like with, like with this one, the killers, they're basically trying to get a sequel to eight like they're trying to get them a movie remade right and so what they're doing is they're all hands on deck basically creating the movie that they want to see because they expect with all the publicity and everything that happens after the killings that they are going to be able to see that movie when they do scream nine or stab nine and i'm like okay mm -hmm. There was something that clicked watching it the second time where I was like, oh, that's like when um, Jack, what's his name in the movie? Um, Fraggle Rock, I forgot his name. The the, the boyfriend's name, Richie. When he's explaining like, you know, the motive or like why they're doing it. And I'm like, oh, like I dealt with this at work. Like my my co supervisor or my old one was like so upset about season eight of Game of Thrones that he was rewriting a script for it himself. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, yeah. so people really do take fandom serious enough to where they're like, I I didn't like season eight of Game of Thrones. There's a lot of things that were left open that didn't get discussed or explained. And I'm like, okay, I could see somebody just being like, hey, I, this is how I w would want to see it. I just like going to the extent of like, let's recreate or let's, you know, murder and then set the premise for the next film based on our actions. That's quite the hands on approach. I'm kind of. To be fair, though, that's what this franchise is. It about. is. It is. And that's why I'm saying like watching this movie today. And then something kind of clicking with what Richie was talking about. I'm like, oh, that, okay, that makes more sense. I, it does fall in line with the, you know, the scream theme, if you will. But, yeah. uh, you know, I've talked for several minutes about my thoughts on this movie. How about you? You, like, I don't know if you're going to boost this as hard as you did Texas Chainsaw, but you did like it quite a bit more than I thought you would as well. Yeah, I loved it. I When my wife and I finished it, 
this is one of the few franchises that she actually likes and follows mm-hmm. and will watch and she loved it too and i as soon as i finished it, i was like what the fuck was brandon's problem with this movie like i don't get it <laughs> there it's everything i thought it would be well and that was the thing too because like, i tried telling you like my, my issues and yeah. generally when you're like i get what you're saying you'll, you'll throw like a that's fair or like okay i get it like i remember yeah. telling you and getting a that's fair out of you on that one but like yeah. i don't remember I what don't it either. was and that's the thing that's Just really gonna thing. piss me off i was going through old text messages and old line messages i'm yeah. like where's it at yeah everything about this worked out it looked great the kills were yeah. great and brutal i have been saying i think it might be the best sequel like you're never going to top one. No. It it was a landmark. It's near perfect except for the garage door thing, which is stupid. Yeah, so... Like... Go ahead. It, it, it's just... Especially after having watched all of them in a mm-hmm. row, I can say with... And I liked four a lot, but I can say with pretty good confidence that it is the best sequel. So if I were... Like, it's well written, well done. If I were to rank these... I don't these, have any complaints five movies i would probably mm-hmm. go one two five four three and the reason why i put two ahead it's because scream 2 is actually it is a decent sequel like yeah. i i it has its issues mo- but i i like most two two for me after watching it recently is a little corny mm-hmm. And, like, I think everyone does a good job, but there's some overacting and some stupid stuff well, here and there that's like, there's this some, is just not... To be fair, or... there's some overacting in this one as well. It's maybe not as oh, egregious, yeah. but I, I like the idea of it being Billy's mom. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I'm like, the story may not have been an, as or executed as well, but also watching these, like Scream 1, Scream 2, like, I don't know. Two makes a hell of a lot more sense than three. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and and to be fair, and I feel like I'm going to be saying to be fair more often than I should, Scream 3 was supposed to be a lot different than what it was. And I think that yeah. they had kind of put all their eggs into that basket saying that this is the direction we want to go. And then life took a real dark turn. And then they're like, oh, we can't do this. And I don't know if they scrambled. Maybe they should have pushed it. I don't know. But, like, I remember watch. I think I watched these probably a year ago or less. All four mm-hmm. of them. And, yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, Scream 5, as good as it is, I really, in my mind, I'm trying to differentiate the difference between 4 and five like the plot i don't remember the specific plot for four but like it does just feel like a better version and you brought back legacy and i would say that it is and i but i really like four so it's yeah it is it's bringing back the legacy characters there's not as much emphasis on Mm. it as there is in five because they really kind of hammer home the 2018 halloween they do you know force awakens of it yeah when it's not quite as novel because we did just get four like 10 years mm-hmm. ago so it's not as like holy shit they good everybody back it's like oh they, they came yeah. back which is great but yeah I, I i think they did a solid job like, i think if four didn't exist and the last one we got was three it would have been more impactful yeah i could see that but i i think it's solid yeah. i definitely like it 
probably I like two tugs at the heartstrings because it's you know classic and That's old what, yeah. and Brandy dying and all that stuff. So it's like I want to put it up higher, but honestly, I just five was yeah, solid. Like, I, I, I'm really enjoying it. Are you? Uh, if I were to guess your rankings, it would be one five, two four three. Probably. Because I, I, I could even swap two and four. That's what I mean. I was, gonna, I was, was going on the a limb with that. You, you, when you start talking yeah. nostalgia, and that's kind of where I think I am with that too. Because I'm like, man, this movie. I watched this a lot when I was younger. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. these are staples, and so. Yeah, I mean, that movie theater scene at the beginning of 2 is fantastic. Yeah. But the rest of it is just okay. <laughs> Fair, yeah. Until, except for, like, when Randy dies and the fact that they pulled the Mrs. Voorhees with Billy's mom. Mm-hmm. Like, that all works. And That's... what's-his-face essentially being evil Randy. Oh, yeah. It was a cool that twist. That was cool. But... And I really like that that guy as an actor, too, Timothy Oliphant. Oh, He's yeah. great. Yeah. And that was the thing with, with Scream 5 is... I really like Jack Quaid, like like I he's creeping too. up my list. I think he's in a bit too much. It, oh, in the in the like movie, he, he's in a lot of stuff. Oh. No, he's just he's been in a lot of stuff lately, so it's not as novel. It's like oh, it's it's Jack Quaid again. Yeah, okay, and cool. not even so much for the fact that it, you know it being what Dennis Quaid, his son, yeah. like you can see it, mm-hmm. but like. I oh, really yeah. like him as an actor, and, and like in the boys, mm-hmm. fantastic, you know. Yeah. But I thought that he did a good job in this movie. But when you see him all the way up into the point of the killer reveal, when you find out that it is Richie, that mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of difference between Richie and Huey <laughs> in the point that he's just a super nice boyfriend who's just trying to do everything mm-hmm. he can. And I'm like, yeah. It was weird seeing him flip into the killer role, and so like, I don't—I wouldn't say it was like disbelief, but like the fact that, like you said, he's been in a lot of stuff lately, and the the fact that he almost always seems to be a very typecast character. That seeing that deviation didn't necessarily take me out, but it was—it was just weird to see. Like, what would like, what do you think of him as the killer? I liked it because they they played it up so well that I didn't believe it. There were so many red herrings, and they even throw at you at the beginning. Like, it's always the boyfriend yeah. to the point to make you go, oh, well, so it's not going to be him this time because they just told Did me it? it's always yeah. him, so it's not going to be him. But then to go back and be like, no, it is yeah. him. That's, I mean, I aside from the creepy chick, I'm like, getting, in, when they revealed it was her, I was yeah, like, whatever. Okay, yeah, I'm getting goosey thinking about it like, because, I, like, with Dewey, and he was like, it's always mm-hmm. the love interest, and he's like, yeah. and, fucking Dewey. It just, it, yeah, it just makes sense. It, it, it worked really well for me, and I liked seeing, you know, Huey take this dark yeah. turn to, like, he, he pulled off crazy really yeah. well. He seems like a fanboy, that would take it too yeah far. i i really didn't so the thing that really sucked for me is i think i told this story already but i was trying to remember who the killer for scream 3 was on my way to the movie theater i try and forget i know you do but i'm like who was the killer <laughs> in scream 3 and then it pulled up an article in google saying who the killer was for scream 5 
And I'm like, I didn't type that in. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the boyfriend. Fuck. So the entire time I'm watching this, I knew it was him. And I'm like, when's he going to take that turn? Because like, he's doing a really good job at like being supportive, trying to, you know, and uh, a lot of people I talked to who were like, oh, I guess I like, I knew like the majority of people, like I knew who at least one of the killers were. And they were like, oh, we guessed it was Amber from like, we didn't guess Richie, but we guessed Amber. And I still don't see a whole lot of tells from the, like watching it again today being like, oh, except for the fact that they really did talk about, um, her phone being cloned in the beginning of the movie and all that kind of stuff. But every time the killer calls, it says maybe Amber on it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. It was cloned. But I'm like, was it though? And like, I, you know, for me, it was just that she's so weird (laughs) that I, and I didn't, I didn't guess either of the killers during the movie. And I try, it's like watching saw, like I'm not going to go out of my way to try and figure this out while I'm watching it, because it's just going to ruin it for me if I do. Right. So I just kind of go along mm-hmm. for the ride. If I figure it out, that means it's so painfully, stupidly obvious that someone did something That's wrong. Fair. Uh, so for me, it was it wasn't so much like oh I called that in five minutes. It was just like oh that makes sense. Yeah. I get that it was her, and I liked that it was him because they told me so much that it wasn't going to be him that I stopped believing that it could. Yeah. Be him. And I like that he played such a nice guy throughout most of it because as good as one is, you never don't think it's Billy. Like, Stu, maybe, Mm -hmm. but it's always going to be Billy. Like, there's never a part of you that thinks it's not him. Right, and you're... They, especially towards the end, um, I'm trying to remember what her name is. I have IMDb pulled up here. They really tried... To nail it at the end, making you think that it was um, that character Liv. You know, she's mm-hmm. got the blood on her hands, and she is talking crazy to Mindy when she's on the couch. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, this is a little obvious, but um, yeah, they really definitely tried to ham that up at the end. Yeah. So, Initial thoughts. We kind of went deep in there for a little bit, but um, let's yeah. we'll go ahead and talk about some of the some of the stuffs before we continue to talk about the movie. Oh. So, Scream, also known as Scream Five, is a 2022 slasher film directed by Radio Silence, um, who's Matt Matt uh, Bettelini Open and Tyler Gillett. Uh, written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick, which also with the next scream, they're bringing back the creative team from this one to do the next one. So at least that'll help with some continuity, you know, like keeping the band together. Um, It is the fifth installment of the Scream film franchise, though billed as a relaunch of the film. This film is a direct sequel to Scream 4, which was 2011. 
and is the first film in the series to not be directed by Wes Craven, which we mentioned. Um, it is dedicated to Craven at the beginning of the closing credits, though. Rest in peace. Um, the film stars Melissa Barrera, Kyle uh, Gallner, Mason Gooding, uh, Mikey Madison, Dylan Minette, Jenna Ortega, Jack Quaid, Jasmine Savoy Brown, and Sonia Amar. So... Jenna Ortega, I actually saw a thing um, today talking about how she's like the next generation of Scream Queens because she played Tara, the younger sister who got, you know, the very beginning of the movie. Um, Talking about the things she's done, she was in Studio 66, or I'm sorry, Studio 666, the Dave Grohl um, horror movie that just came out. Oh, yeah, it just came out. the, like here, so he's saying that she was in a, Insidious Chapter Two. She was in Iron Man Three. I'm gonna, gonna pull it up though because she actually. Well, then I and the Iron Man was almost ten years ago too. So I, I saw that look on your so, face. <laughs> yeah. It's like, huh? I don't remember from Iron Man Three. Um, but... I'm pulling up her. She was the vice president's daughter. Oh, okay. So she was in Scream. She was in that uh, the movie called The Babysitter Killer Queen. Um, I didn't see the sequel, but I saw the other, or like the first uh, Babysitter movie. It wasn't bad. Um, yeah, I remember you telling me. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, it was. Um, I was actually kind of surprised that it wasn't that bad. She was in something else. So I thought. I thought was it? She was in uh, Studio Six 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 Scream. Uh, the babysitter. Um, she was in a lot of Disney stuff. Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> like Disney TV shows, Insidious Chapter Two, and I thought there was another something else that she had done, but yeah. So all these movies. <clears throat> uh, alongside Roger L. Jackson I want to meet as much as I like want to meet Tony Todd and be like hey man like say something cool for my voicemail I kind of <laughs> would rather have Roger Jackson <laughs> I mean it's on the phone it's kind of his deal yeah. like how much would it cost sure. like Roger Jackson I know you're not listening to this but you should be mm-hmm. I would pay money to have you do a voiceover intro for our podcast just say something oh my god could you imagine even just hello yeah. <laughs> just introduce us but i'm oh my yeah, god i'm sure he gets I that go, a lot. if he didn't get that i'd be surprised <laughs> yeah but i'll pay money um let's see uh mary shelton who was judy hicks uh skeet ulrich ulrich Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and Nev Campbell, who reprised uh, their roles from the free, uh, previous installments. The film takes place 25 years after the original Woodsboro murders when yet another ghost face appears and begins targeting a group of teenagers who um, are each somehow linked to the original killings. Similar to previous entries, Scream, uh, Scream combines the violence of the slasher genre with elements of black comedy and whodunit mystery to satirize the um, trend of reboots and legacy sequels. The film also provides commentary on the horror fandom culture, uh, particularly the divide between elevated horror and classic slasher films, which I thought was nice. 
you know, at the you know the end, Tara's like, I still like the Baba Duke, and I'm like, oh, good for you. Um, <laughs> but fair. like the thing is, as much as I love slashers, like elevated mm-hmm. horror, like there's all a place for it, and yeah. I don't understand why there needs to be a divide. If you don't like it, that's fine, but do not come at me if I do, because I will fight you. It's just what people it is. Do. It's sad. You can't like this thing and this thing, otherwise you're... Yeah, exactly. It's like, as much as I love the internet and it has made our lives so much easier, it's also made it just so much worse. Um, As, like, culturally. Um, Although 5th and 6th Scream installments were discussed after the release of Scream 4 in 2011, uh, Craven, writer Kevin Williamson, and... Produce executive producer Harvey Weinstein had doubts about pre- yeah well we're getting to that proceeding uh, <laughs> had doubts about proceeding with more films following the less than expected box office of the fourth film and after the 2017 sexual uh, assault allegations against Weinstein and the closure of the Weinstein company the rights to the stream franchise were atta- obtained by Spyglass Media Group in November 2019. Uh, who confirmed a new film would later be made. The following year, Williamson, who was returning as an executive producer, confirmed that the film would not be a reboot and that the radio silence had been hired or um, had been hired in March of 2020 to direct the film. Campbell and Arquette were confirmed to be returning later that month with Cox and the new cast members joining throughout the middle of the year. The film's production was delayed due to the COVID-19 pandemic, so filming took place between September and November of 2020 in North Carolina. To avoid any plot leaks, numerous versions of the screenplay were produced and several additional scenes were filmed, which seems to be the yes, yeah, seems to be par for the course these days. <clears throat> um, Scream was theatrically released in the United States on January 14th by Paramount Pictures during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, the film has grossed $140 million, making it the seventh highest grossing film of 2022. Um, that's still early. It was praised by critics mm. for honoring Craven's legacy and offering thoughtful meta-commentary on horror films. Agreed. With some calling it the best of the Scream sequels. Justin. The, de- <laughs> the development of a sequel was announced in February 2022 with the release date of, uh, for March 31st, 2023. So in a year from now, we'll be, mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll be talking about Scream 6 at, that early, but I'll be thinking about it. Soon after. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... That's all plot. Um, I'm just reading through my notes here because um, a lot of the stuff we we kind of we kind of covered. We, okay, well it's been good uh, seeing you guys. <laughs> you join us. See you next time. <clears throat> no, so um, principal principal photography uh, was originally scheduled to begin in Wilmington, North Carolina in May of 2020, but was delayed due to the pandemic. Filming instead began on September 23 
uh, of 2020, and it took place across several avenues in Wilmington, including exterior shots of Williston Middle School and the interior shots of the Cardinal Lanes Shipyard and 10th Street between Anne and Castle Streets. Okay. Um, the film was awarded $7 million in rebates by the North Carolina Film Office. That's nice. In the midst of production, the studio got cold feet about killing off the character Dewey and requested that the directors film an alternate scene showing his survival. Well, we're going to talk about this at the end, like when we get done here. Um, So, uh, Bettinelli opened and Gillett shot a brief scene with Courtney, uh, with uh, Neb Campbell and Courtney Cox, with no intention of ever fucking using it. And that was in parentheses. (laughs) I guess that's a, a direct quote. We're not going to fucking do Fair. it. Um, yeah. Filming was completed on November 17th, 2020. The existence of not only multiple versions of the film screenplay, but also multiple film scenes to avoid details of the actual storyline being leaked before the film's released was confirmed in April of 2021. During the post-production stage, Michael Aller served as the primary editor for the film. Post-production was completed in July of 2021. So, as we said, it was released uh, January 14th, and then um, March 1st? No, sorry. April 5th is not here yet. So in the United States, Scream was released digitally on March 1st, 2022. It will be released on April 5th, 2022 on Ultra HD Blu-ray uh, by and all that by Paramount Home Entertainment. Uh, so tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. As of release. Yes, as of release date. Um, so as of March 27th, Scream has grossed 81.6 million in the U.S. and Canada, and 58.4 million in other territories for a total of 140 million worldwide. Um, in January 2022, Campbell and the film's directors expressed interest in making future films in the series. A sixth film was initially greenlit on February 3rd, with the same creative team returning. Cox confirmed her involvement in March, while also stating she had received a script and production would begin in Canada in June of 2022. Um, so yeah. Months. So, I mean, Courtney Cox is coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see why Neb Campbell wouldn't come back. Um, yeah, the last thing I read is she just, was just waiting for a script to make sure that it was... Not ass. On par. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's out... Which yeah, is fair. exactly. And I know she's out doing, I believe, doing the horror circuits now, um, like conventions and stuff, which someday yeah. I, I really want to go to one. I mean, we got the one in Seattle, but, like, I want to go to, like, a big, big one, like, you know, Days of the Dead or in Atlanta or... Uh, spooky Empire in Florida, like um, maybe one day. maybe one day that'd be a fucking badass road trip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a spendy one, but a badass road trip. Um, so the tagline for the movie is "It's always someone you know," and God damn it, that's the truth. Um, we'll go into some fun facts before we uh, dive back into talking about the finer points of the film. Um, like all previous four screen films, Roger uh, Jackson is actually on the phone with the characters as Ghostface. 
Um, the fact that Dewey never mentioned his sister Tatum or her death was an oft-criticized aspect of the prior sequels, making it seem like she had been forgotten. Here we see, you know, she has her ashes are on the mantle at his house, which was, you know, a nice touch. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I even noticed. Yeah, when that. they when they walk into his little trailer thing and it's like a wooden box on a shelf that says Tatum on it. That's nice. That is something that they did never touch upon, even in uh-huh. two. I was like, your sister was stupidly murdered <laughs> with a garage door, and you just don't care. Well, the, so I know we talked about this, but the thing that drives me crazy when she's like, "Oh, Ghostface, are you gonna kill me?" and then you know she's like being stupid. I know she knows. I know she thinks that it, it's not actually. <laughs> The killer, yeah. but then to be like, oh, I'm going to crawl through the door. God damn it. It just makes me mad thinking about it. Yeah, you'd have better <clears throat> luck just slamming through the door. Then. <laughs> just choo, 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 boosh! Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's a garage door. It's my problem with that kill in the first place. Like, a garage door, even an industrial one, like we have, wouldn't lift a person. No, it wouldn't lift a person. I thought you were thinking of like trying to bulldoze through it. I'm like, Justin, I'll pay. No, you could. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it would hurt a lot. Yeah. You know, and it might not work. You might have to take a couple swings. I was gonna say, I'd pay money to see you try to run through my garage door. Okay. (laughs) I'm not gonna pay to fix it. No, 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 no. Whether it works or not, you know, we'll just see what happens. <laughs> um, while Richie is watching a, a YouTube video about Stab 8, one of the thumbnail recommendations beside it is an interview with Woodsboro survivor Kirby Reed, played by Hayden Pantier in Scream 4. Nice. Um, so she did survive. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, she did survive. Um, That's what I was hoping. But, yeah, she'll... But they never really... I could see her coming back for Scream 6 or them being like, oh, we'll bring her back for this. Um, David Arquette, who is a certified Bob Ross painting instructor, get the fuck out, taught several, (laughs) taught several, (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, I love David Arquette. Um, Taught several of the cast members how to paint like the legendary artist during filming breaks. That's great. Um... Sydney's line in the film, I'm Sydney fucking Prescott, of course I have a gun, was Nev Campbell's idea to add to the script. Um, Although Patrick Dempsey doesn't appear in the film, we finally learn what happened to him, to his Scream 3 character, Mark Kincaid, after Scream 4. Turns out, Sydney and Mark got married and had kids. So she married Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. We looked that up after the movie to figure out who her husband was that we never oh, saw. Oh, yeah? Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick Dempsey was considered to rep- uh, reprise his role as Mark for the fourth film, but scheduling conflicts with Transformers Dark of the Moon made it impossible. Um, so Neb Campbell was initially hesitant to return to the franchise, especially in a new Scream film that didn't feature Wes as the director, who would be unable to give Campbell and the new director's his blessing due to his death. What changed her mind was a letter sent to her by Matt Bettinelli Open and Tyler Gillett, where they wrote about how much Wes Craven and his films meant to them as filmmakers. Which is which is kind of sweet. I mean, given the fact that like yeah. like there's only one Craven, right? But this movie yeah. 
they did an all right job. Like I, I had no issue with the direction or the way that the movie looked. Mm-mm. None of it. Um, yeah, they did some great stuff. The the kills were particularly yeah, brutal they, in a way that actually made them feel real. And I'm sure we'll get to it eventually. Mm-hmm. But like when he kills the deputy and her son in broad daylight, yeah, like, those we're are definitely going to talk about that. Um, so in the original film, Sydney uses an online 911 emergency to call for help. This scene was meant to show her typing her address, 34 Elm Street, but it was cut for time. <laughs> it isn't until the film, mm-hmm. it isn't until this film that an Elm Street in Woodsboro is seen, made canon, and confirmed to be the streets uh, Sydney grew up on. Elm Street, of course. Uh, I have to say it. Um from the Halloween movies, of course. <laughs> um, the first two films feature flash cut scenes of Ghostface acting menacingly before the end of the credits, which I love. Just a whoosh. Mm-hmm. Um, How is it? Whoosh. Shut okay. up. I just want to yeah. make sure. Um, here, there's a flash of Ghostface honorably wiping his blade with his um, head bowed in a respectful fashion in honor for Wes Craven. Oh. Um... David Arquette said he was excited to regrow his now famous mustache for his role as Dewey Riley. Um, Spyglass Media Group had to secure the rights from Fun World to use the original ghost, ma- uh, ghost face mask for the film again. And that's the thing, dude, is like buying the ghost face mask. I would love to. I wish I would have got on it before they sold out of the 25th anniversary editions of the mask. But like, mm-hmm. I don't want to buy just like the cheap costume with like the super thin like cape fabric like i want the fucking like the hood and all that stuff that is in like the movies where it's black and you almost looks like there's a little sparkly you know in there Mm -hmm. and it's thick and just like i want that so bad and i'm sure i know there's people (laughs) out there that make them you know like how i have friends who make masks and stuff like that i just yeah there's got to be replica companies out there that make a quality version for several hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is it's going to be expensive. Yeah. Um do, 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 do. um Oh shit, some of the cop uh, so some copies of the movie included a pre-show clip of Ghostface warning the audience against revealing the ending to others, threatening that we take spoilers dead seriously. That's fucking awesome. Nice. Um well, last one here. When Tara first uh, answers Ghostface's call, the killer says his name is Charlie and a friend of his mother's. In Scream 4, Charlie is the name of one of the two Ghostface killers. And there is a shit ton, shit ton of um, fun facts, trivia. If you guys are interested, you can find them on uh, IMDb. Oh, damn, dude. Samara Weaving was approached to be in the film, but she wasn't able to because of another movie. That's too bad. Yeah, I do too. Um, As it was, okay, as of this movie, Billy and Stu are the only killers to be mentioned in all five Scream films, which makes sense. The rest are forgotten to time. Rightfully so. So uh, that's the fun facts. (laughs) We'll dive into uh, some more thoughts on the movie. Um, I had written down, 
I just, I love Roger Jackson's voice. It's so good. And when he says, what's your favorite scary movie? Like, it's just, God damn. <laughs> it's, Gives you the instant chills. Yeah. I, yeah, it, it's, it's just one of those iconic mm-hmm. things. I mean, it's like hearing Robert England. Like, you just instantly go into that yeah. mode and it's. Yeah. He makes the movies. I agree with you. So, I'm curious to see, because, I mean, like, it's 2022. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you still have a landline? No. No, and see, the thing, like, I had a landline briefly, like, uh, like a few years back or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I, it's, I know that some places will still, like, some houses will still, still either have landlines yeah. or they're needed for specific things. But like, yeah, I mean, my parents still have one. We had one when we moved in because we got a a good deal with, bundling mm-hmm, our internet yep. and shit. But we got rid of it like immediately because we never needed it and just got, you know, telemarketer calls. Yeah, I miss the I miss the time of landlines, dude. And even yeah. though that's kind of a like you know relic of the past, it's still good to you know see landlines ringing and Roger Jackson being on the <laughs> other end of them. <laughs> Just need to get you a phone. Oh booth. man! Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they continue making these as time goes on. Like at a certain point, it's just going to have to be cell phone to cell phone. Well, and that was the kind of thing that was nice about it too, because like cell phones were a big part of this movie also, and mm. you know, using uh, in the beginning when Tara was talking, you know, very, very Casey esque, you know, from Scream One, yeah. and but using her phone to lock the alarms and all that, like showing we get it's 2022 technology is mm-hmm. astounding and yes this house still has a landline but you know incorporating both was a decent touch um the one thing that i i i don't know what it is but in every single scream movie ghostface is always the killer that gets the shit kicked out of him granted you know, people fight back. I get that. But, like, yeah. you could almost play Benny Hill music when he's chasing somebody. Exactly. But, like, always gets beat up. Fucking kicked to the ground, smacking heads on counters. I'm like, fuck, dude. Ow. But, like, you don't ever see... Like, what's another slasher or killer that gets fucking beat up on as much as Ghostface does. I don't think there is one. No, because a lot of them, like Michael kind of does and Jason kind of does, but it's always a little from a distance because they're so powerful mm-hmm. that like they they become so superhuman that you just can't do that. Yeah, I mean, they, some will, will try to stand up and they'll generally die immediately, which yeah. I get. Um, they get their heads smashed or they get, you know, just massacred into a wall or a counter like the people in the new Halloween and the, the kitchen oh, like, yeah. they put up a fight kind of but it doesn't matter within seconds he's just so big that's what it's nice about Scream though is that it's just their kids killing kids which is a weird thing to say that's nice but I, I get it's, what you, it's real yeah. There's, yeah there's no superpowers it's just real people and like they're not like they're not like seasoned vets, you know what I mean? So, like, I guess you can chalk yeah. it up to the fact that, like, up until well, that point... Every iteration, it's their first time. Yeah. Um, so, 
I had written down I do like the the how the, they did do the Halloween reference in the car. I don't remember specifically what they said, but um, talking about Halloween, the so Vince the bad you know the bad boy um, asshole guy who gets. Mm-hmm. Like they like it was kind of heavy on like uh, like obviously he's not gonna be the killer but like it was kind of cool they they uh, did a throwback playing red right hand in his car right before that was yeah nice. and that that was really I cool. like that a lot um, so when he's standing there and Ghostface comes up and just pops him in the side of the neck like all super quick with the and just drops him. I'm just like, fuck, dude, yes. Like, just... And there's a lot of fucking stabs to the neck, stabs through the face, Mm -hmm. stabs through the neck again. Like, dude. The kills are brutal. Like, even we kind of skimmed over, but the beginning is fucking brutal. Oh, yeah. That attack on her is insanely horrifying. It's... I think more so than any of the other ones. It, it is. It's... Yeah. It is scary. Like... And it's the first time one of them survived. Yeah. Usually the beginning person is just dead. Yeah. This is the first time we've had a survivor. Yeah, true. I think the... And the... Like, the worst part, too, when she gets her fucking leg smashed, you're just like, ow. And mm-hmm. you know what I've noticed a lot... I felt that Yeah. One. What I've noticed a lot lately is a lot of people are getting stabbed through the hand. And all mm-hmm. sorts of things. Like, it's an, across all yeah, medias right now. a lot of stab to the hands. Yeah, a lot of fucking... I'm like, well, okay, yeah. Which... I think... I mean, it makes the most sense. And maybe research has found that's a thing that happens a lot. Defensive wounds and shit. So maybe they're trying to incorporate it to make it seem more real. Yeah, that's fair. I don't yeah. know. Um, or it's a really easy effect and they like to do it. Yeah. But the uh, when Vince gets stabbed in the neck, I'm like, fuck yeah, that's just brutal. It's quick, efficient. Mm-hmm. Like, it was almost like tactical. And like yeah. their kids. Oh, well, Richie, we don't actually know how old Richie is. I'd say he's roughly our age. If he's. Give or take. If he's 40. Okay, close to my age, maybe. Dude, I'm like two years <laughs> older than you, three years. I'm not that much older than you, dickhead. <laughs> But I mean, like, okay, so even say he's 30, that's still Mm. really old to be dating somebody in school. I would assume he's in his 20s. Yeah, but but I mean, like, when he's like, all right, Gen Z, and I'm like, that's something that I would say at 38 years old. Like... Well, you shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like... But she's not a high schooler. Oh, shit, that's right. The, the sister's not okay yep forget that i just said that that's absolutely true yeah i was yeah. thinking about the sister for some reason uh, he tried to kill yeah. yeah okay um moving on from that okay. <laughs> um so they did a decent job de-aging skeet for this yeah i was it, it was a little plastic yeah but it worked. yeah i like that it everything was like in a reflection mm-hmm. or something so you can kind of get away with that distortion and be like oh it works it's good enough yeah it was i was just happy to see that they got him back yeah and the thing with that too is like his voice like i've heard him do other things but for mm-hmm. some reason in a scream movie he's got the fucking bloody you know white tee on the the hair that i always wish i had when i was younger like 
Yeah, as we both whip our heads back and forth, that, like, <laughs> he... In these movies, he sounds like Billy. You know what I mean? That voice. Yeah. Like, if you watch him in something else, I don't hear Billy the way that, I, you know... I don't think I've seen him in anything else. Uh, but... Yeah, they did a really good job de-aging him. I don't know how I feel about the fact that they're doing this. I see my dead my dead serial killer dad, who's like, I mean... I hope it's not a thing that is in every movie. Like, I liked it for this, because it kind of brought it back. It gave it that legacy feel. Yeah. More than 4 did. True. But if they keep doing it, I'll get tired yeah, of it. Yeah, well, and I, I'm, I don't like people seeing like it was like that with uh, zombies halloween 2 i hated the fact that he saw his dead mom and was guiding him it's like no i don't need that i mean it didn't bother me so much in this one just because the fact that like you know she's going through trauma and so i could see that like popping up or you know being an issue but like yeah dude i i, I yeah i hope that that's all done because and we'll talk about it later. Um, so, the second time the uh, I wrote down the second time the killer um, the killer called from Amber's phone, um, which happened a couple times. And I know they said it was clone, but still, um, Dewey. I was so happy to see Dewey. Like I, I love like David Arquette's done a lot of things probably non-scream related one of my favorite things he's done is ready to rubble which is a cheesy 90s action uh, wrestling action comedy it's funny um but like it's just like he totally embodies that character and i love seeing him play dewey and unless we get ghost visions like you know force visions of him in scream six with somebody (laughs) <laughs> like or a flashback or something yeah, you could do that yeah you can do flashbacks um so we talked about a little bit ago but with sheriff hicks getting she she got played pretty hard like that yeah. worked like hey i'm gonna go get dinner like hey can you get back here in time to save your boy you know and i, I really did like the the psycho reference and then they showed the shower head doing the water down. I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. that's beautiful. Um, yeah. yeah, dude, they told it. And all the fake out door closes. <clears throat> like it was, <laughs> we were starting to laugh because they did it so many I, times. That was my next the, oh, note. I was like, I was, ta- I was writing down that they were definitely doing a lot of jump scare buildup. Like, boom, mm-hmm. it's not here. Boom, it's not here. And then he just shuts the door. And the thing, like, so when he shuts that door after his mom gets killed, and you know, if he just opens the door, I know that they held on it maybe a tad bit too long, being like, if I just, if he just opens that door, he'll see his mom on the ground. But, mm-hmm. and then just to close it and then turn around and then get stabbed through the cheek. That was yeah. Oh no, that was it. Was not the cheek. That was through the neck. Yeah. 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 This was. Oh my god. Yeah. Much worse. Yeah. Much worse. Yeah, it was, and it was clever too. I mean, you see it go in one end and out yep, the other. Yep, you see the skin you know, bulge up a little so bit. I'm just like, oh, oh. That was a good one. That, that and Hicks, it might be my favorite. Yeah, dude, because Hicks gets fucking good. She just gets brutally just stabbed to death, massacred. Well, and that's the thing, dude. Because and it's in broad daylight, which is something that like even Randy was pulled into the back of that van thing. 
so you don't even really see it. Like, there aren't a lot of daytime kills in the Scream world. Yeah, uh, it's definitely weird to see... Um Um, so I'm going to try to pull something up here. Um, okay. Uh, who killed who in Scream 5? So before we get going here, Scream 5. So in uh, uh, the person who attacks Jenna, uh, it was it says it was likely that it was Richie. Um, on the phone with Tara, recording himself in Amber's closet to fake out that she is in danger. Oh, wait, that's later on. Uh, screen opens up with um, Tara answering the phone. Uh, it doesn't say. So Vince is... Uh, what the fuck does that have to do... Dude, this doesn't actually say who... Since Amber's in the ball. So Richie's the one that kills Vince... Um, the death of Wes and Judy, which was brutal. Um, Richie's nowhere to be found as Sam. Duh, duh, duh. With Richie at the hospital, Amber's nowhere to be found. It's likely that Amber was the one that killed Judy and Wes. And I would kind of believe that too, because of the way that she was stabbing at, or the way that she was attacking at the hospital mm-hmm. kind of looked like that. It was Amber that killed Dewey. That's what I figured, and that's my only problem with this whole movie, is that the way that he was killed, someone her size would not, I don't think, be able to do that. Well, so, and that was the thing, too, because I thought that she, like, lifted him up initially, but she, like, he never leaves the ground. Like, she stabs him in the gut, and then gets around the back, and then, this is what I find to be difficult, is she simultaneously lifts blades up on both sides you know kind of but even still like like i'm you know six foot a lot of pounds and that's that (laughs) would be difficult for myself to do and you know amber looks all of five foot two she may she could be stronger than me that's not that's not out of the question. You gotta sharpen your blades, man. Yeah. You're gonna go on a killing spree. You gotta sharpen those blades. Right. So there isn't, uh, there isn't, from what I've seen of who actually killed who, but yeah. So. Um, okay. Yeah, I maybe I need to watch it again, but I remember it being, like, Dewey being lifted off the ground, and but maybe it was just his reaction. Yeah, because he's of like just Argh. like tensing up. And I thought the same thing, so that's fair. Like I thought yeah. he got lifted off the ground, okay. and I was like, "Amber's Jesus, okay, she must work out." Yeah. Um, <laughs> so when they did a really good job with the faking out too, think you know, being like, "Oh, I've never seen stab," and so he's watching mm-hmm. it on his phone. He's watching it on there, which really, when you find find out, it's like, "Well, yeah, he is actually obsessed with the stab movies. Like, he yeah. claims to never seen them, but he's." Probably had all the digital copies already. Yep. Was watching it on his uh, preferred viewing device. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so we talked about it also a little bit ago, the Stab 8 video review, the YouTube style. I mm-hmm. kind of want to see that movie as bad as it is. Right. Like, he's got, <laughs> he looks like Commando Ghostface. He's got no sleeves. He's got a chrome mask and he's fucking holding a flamethrower. 
right. when they show him later he's got like dual fucking weapons i'm just like what is what the fuck is this <laughs> oh it, it it would be garbage but it'd be fun to watch i loved it that in that they our friend from work that we talk movies with and i were literally just complaining about how these requels just call themselves by the original movie's name mm-hmm. as this one does and then this movie makes fun of movies that do that yeah because it being a movie that like, did that yeah no that's great yeah it's like, they're that, like nice. stab because i hate that. yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i mean think about it yeah like what's what are they gonna do with the next scream they're gonna call it scream 2 the same like at least halloween you know the next one is halloween kills and halloween ends but like yeah. Are they going to be like, scream forever, scream, you know what I mean? Yeah, if they do another Texas Chainsaw, are they going to add back to that? <laughs> are they going to not do it? Like, is it just going to be Massacre? Is it going to be... Massacre, Texas? Texas Chainsaw style. Like, what? Like, oh my goodness. With a vengeance. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. Um, so... One of the things that I, I didn't notice the first time, like every time you see Ghostface attack and kill somebody, he he or she, they kill everybody they come across. Like they're not out wounding people. And what I should have realized mm. when they're in the hospital and Amber's, you know, she slashes at, um, at Richie and then throws him or does something like she knocks him down incapacitated. Yeah, just kind of dispatches yeah. him. Like, sh- yeah. Like, I should have realized that when, like, oh, sh- maybe it's, you know, oh, you went too deep, man. <laughs> like, we don't have to stab. <laughs> we can just cut. Um, but, yeah, I was like, I should have noticed because Ghostface killed every person they came across. And in mm-hmm. the, that time, she just, he just got sliced. Um, that's fair. Yeah, and that was the only time that like I really thought I'm like okay that could that could be something because I too try not like I'll try to figure out who it is, but not to the detriment of like ruining my viewing like what you're talking about. Um, mm. One of the things that I had an issue with is, and I know, and it sucks because you know, we know or we knew that. Um, I'm going to spit it out here. Give me a second. With Richie being the killer, like, nobody's helping Dewey when he's getting his ass kicked, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, help him out here. Um, but no one... Uh, no- oh, and the other thing is, like, he goes back to finish the job, and as soon as he does that, it's like, oh, you're going to get Han Solo. <laughs> like, I get it now. <laughs> you're sacrificing yourself. Yeah. Um and I did write down the fact that it's like knowing that Amber is the second killer and have, I really did have a hard time believing that she's going to, that she overpowered Dewey in the way that she did. Cause mm. it's not, I'm not saying it's not possible, but like, it's just, she, like she overpowers him. She kicks his ass and then she does gut him front and back. And I'm like, that's. And looks very tall. Like it's very much not her in the correct right i mean you can't physically tell the difference through any of the kills so like it's saying that or it's alluded that amber's the one that's killing judy like when she's standing Mm -hmm. above you can clearly see like pecs underneath that you know what i mean like you can see body Mm -hmm. outline there's there's no, there's not a female under there unless she's wearing the bulletproof vest like she was at the hospital, which is possible. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, I did have, I kind of have this issue, like, and it kind of goes back. And I talked about, like, I, I don't know how I feel about Sam seeing Billy and all this kind of stuff, but like, they really do hammer this point of like, yes, her dad was a serial killer and she's super afraid that she's going to end up like him and then totally Mm -hmm. embraces it later. Like when she's dispatching fucking Richie, like, yeah, she fucking gets, she gets him. Um, one of the other things that was really weird to me was the memorial. And I put that in quotations of uh, the memorial for Wes at uh, Stu Amber's house. Um, mm. Like, she, like Liv, she's they're on the couch. She's ma- her and Chad are making out. She's like, I'm ready. You want to go upstairs? And he's like, no, I don't think I did. But his reason was different than mine. I'm like, dude, I just took a shot for Wes being dead. And I'm super sad about it. And you're at a memorial. It's like banging somebody at a funeral. Or at the reception, like, like, don't get me wrong, I'm up for it. Time and place, though. Like, if you are, like, granted, I'm not a kid anymore, like, my hormones probably aren't raging like they were when I was 17 years old. Because I maybe I would have wanted to then, but I'm just like, dude, like we're yeah. at a recep, like we're have, this is a party for our friend that just got murdered and his mom, like yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's go fuck upstairs in somebody else's bedroom. Like it's just weird from my perspective. But I mean, yeah, for sure. And the idea of like there's a at least one killer. And we know from experience, because this is the fifth time this has happened, there's probably two. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. safety in numbers. Safety in numbers. Um, so, I, I like, they did the, um, given that Chad and Randy, or Min, Chad and Randy, Chad and Mindy were related, you know, Randy was their uncle. And mm. I did like, you know, they did that parallel where she's laying on the couch and she's like, look behind you. And it's the same thing happening yeah. on the movie. Like, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, mm-hmm. it, they're doomed. And they brought back the sister, Randy's yeah, sister, which was they nice. did. It was good to see her. It again. was. And I, I remember seeing something on Twitter, like she had tweeted something out being like, you know, like, just because like people were like stoked that she was back like from stuff i was seeing online like she was like thanks for the love i appreciated this and that and like like get yours that's awesome um so we'll we'll finish up here kind of talking about just act three if you will said by amber like it was funny when she walks out the door and she's like "Ah, ah," and they're like you know do we buy it because, you know, Gail and Sydney show up. They're like, do we buy it? Oh, fuck it. And start shooting. Um, I, that was great to me because it is. It's one of those things that it's aware that it's the fifth movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's what's tricky about these meta, this particular franchise, because it is so meta and so aware of itself. Mm-hmm. It knows that the audience knows what it's going to do. Yeah. So it has to deal with that mm-hmm. in ways that other horror movies just don't have to yeah like you can do the same thing a million times in a halloween movie because it's what we expect yeah, yeah. but in scream 
they know we expect it, and they also know we expect them to know that we expect <laughs> it and do something about it. I know it. that you know that I know that you know that we both know that yeah. you know you're going to do it. Um, so don't do it. Or do it, but tell me you're not going to do it. Do it so anyway. I did kind of jump the gun on that a tad bit because, or at least with the Amber reveal... Like mm-hmm. Lib shows up in there, they're all kind of standing in there, Spider Man pointing at each other, like who's like, oh, it's you, no, it's you. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a, necessarily a problem with the like Amber's acting in this movie. Mm-hmm. She has such a the look, like her look, especially when she like she can look crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? And, like, when she's like, oh, fuck it, and then shoots Lib herself, like, I, I don't know, I wrestle with it, because part of it's just like, oh, man, that was corny, the way she delivered it, but at the same time, like, she also, she's hyped. She's excited to be at this point. Like she'd be crazy. Yeah, she so exactly, that's... and so... Um, I like that they were at Stu's house. Yeah. I didn't pick up on that. And then when they pulled out and showed it, I was like, oh, shit, that's that's a nice yeah, touch. Yeah, I, I... So it is a nice touch. I don't know if it's a little on the head. But, like, somebody's going to buy... Again, it works for this meta. Yeah. We're making a requel. This is the Millennium Falcon moment. Yeah, oh, yeah that's true. I mean, they did... You know, somebody's going to buy that house eventually. It's a nice house. Like, regardless yeah. of what happened there. Um... And it's been like 30 years. Yeah. I, and then I had written down, you know, like the killings were to make a better stab sequel. And I was like, okay, that that all makes sense. And mm. then, you know, we just, we get the big fight, like where everyone is um, like, you know, how are they going to get out of this? Like people are getting stabbed, shot, fucking like, it's, it's just Lit on fire. You, yeah. <laughs> Dude, when <laughs> I like it. When, yeah, they grab the hand sanitizer, it's a big glass bottle, because fancy, and smacks her in the face with it, right? And she's like, fucking hand sanitizer, like, or sanitizer, like, what? And then it's like, ow, yeah. that I mean, granted, they grabbed it because it's a big glass bottle, but still, hmm. she fucking she took it to the head. And I was like, ow. And then she does the back and forth where she's like... Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I just don't want you to kill me. I'll fuck you. And then, <laughs> and being like, or like when she pulls the gun on her and she, she's like, please, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's like, fuck you. Shoots her into the stove that got conveniently turned on. And mm-hmm. of course the sanitizer, the alcohol in the, in the flames. And I'm like, that, that would suck. And I don't know why yeah. I, I didn't, expect like i expected you know like always go for the head always one last scare like for some reason amber being lit on like she that's obvious um as the last scare attempt but i never thought about it and so when she comes running i figured like oh she lit on fire and fell and she's dead and that's yeah it. when she comes uh comes running out like chucky <laughs> trying to fucking stab him and i'm just like yeah. and then she gets popped by crack shot fucking Tara over there with a stabbed mm-hmm. hand. She's pew, she's got a better shot than I do and I have all my hands intact. You know what I mean? Like she... For now. Yeah, for now. Uh, but yeah, dude. When 
Sam goes fucking ape shit on Richie, and he's just like, <laughs> like, what the fuck do you expect, bro? Like, yeah. you stabbed her in her gut and twisted the knife. Like, that was... Literally. Yeah, literally. It was brutal. <laughs> and attacked her sister, yeah. and did this whole thing, and... Yeah, and other stuff. she fucking goes ape shit. But see, before that, like, we glossed over the fact, like, this is, like, what, the third or fourth time that she sees Billy in a reflection, and he is kind of mm. like nodding at the nudging the fact that there's a, a knife i'm like all right so is he a ghost because yeah. he's aware of the moment he's telling her that there's a he's like look over there like i can't tell you it's there but look like i don't know like even though well obviously it's all in her head like it's not like there's introducing a paranormal activity <laughs> adjacent thing no. to this like it's <laughs> it's all just like could you imagine paranormal activity like what seven woodsboro <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but like i again with her seeing billy and he just seeming like she can't imagine that like she knew him a lot when he was alive you no. know what i mean so like the fact that he well and she i mean she would have been uh, probably born after he died yeah she'd have been yeah exactly so the fact that like she you know seeing him and he's like the loving, crazy serial killer dad that's trying to help her through the, the situations. Sure. It's weird, but like you I said, I think it's one of those things. If you think about it too long, it does kind of unravel. Like, why does he look like that? Yeah, she wouldn't know that he looked like that. Maybe pictures from like or watching stabs or, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's odd. Yeah, but don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, it's all right. Like for this movie, I'll give it. I'll give you it. Uh, for this movie, it works. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got the April jump scare. She gets fucking domed. I like. I know we we didn't necessarily go into crazy detail on a lot of the kills. Like when they tried to kill Chad and stabbed him inside the fucking thigh. Like ow. I was happy to see that both the twins survived. Like, yeah. I liked their characters, even though, like, it was nice to see, uh, like, a jock-esque character, like, not be a douchebag, and then be like, oh, hey, I'm really a douchebag, you just didn't know it yet. Like, he was a good dude the whole time through. Um, But yeah, that's basically... That's basically it, man. Like, right. I'm curious to see what direction we'll go. We'll find out in a year. I'll probably see it opening weekend just because I can't help myself. Um, I'd like to think that I will, too, by that point. we got a year to see how things yeah, go. Yeah. I, I, I know you can't wait to get back into a theater, too. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just, I'm hoping they do something new and exciting and unexpected i think i came up with a cool version of what i'd like to see but i don't fully remember it oh but i'd like them to get away from the everyone's related to everybody thing like even in this where they was like everybody's a relative of someone from the first movie i was like yeah i get that it's been long enough that that's probably what would happen yeah like you're in the small town, everybody's related to someone from back then. Fine, mm -hmm. but you can't do that in a in a, I, in a sequel to the requel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And I would like to see the next because everyone has had a relationship to someone. I would love for the next Ghostface to just be some random person, 
like inspired by all the killings going now it's my turn yeah i'm like i don't know any of you i don't care about any of you and i'm just doing this because this is what i want to do yeah that's what i'd like to say i'm trying to think they did um scream four so scream four the killer it was half that because i mean the girl was what sydney's yeah, the, niece the boy kind of was yeah, yeah. So, okay, yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, friends, that is the end. We got through Scream in a, a decent little bow here. Um, <laughs> and my wife and daughter are back from the park. Um, so we're going to wrap right, it well, up. We're going to get out of here. I'm going to get some dinner. Um, before we get out of here and we do all the stuff, you want to let us know what your next movie is. I guess. Okay. Uh, my next movie, as it is the fourth month of the year, is the fourth. You time. piece of shit. Why am what? I not surprised that that's the reason why you... God, you're... I, dude, I should know this about you by now. We've been doing this for years. Like, God. And you're it's so proud of yourself, you too. It, it is. These kind of movies give me the fucking... The shorter breaths, where I'm just like... <sighs> It's not scary, but it really gets me fucking just in like, uh... Well, and it, it's done so well. Like, I remember a couple years ago watching this and going, okay, I need to make sure this isn't actually based on a true story. Well, that's what I did with Paranormal Activity. Yeah, I'm at that too. Okay. But it's like, that. it's a retelling of what is supposedly real events spliced together with found footage from those supposed real events. Yeah. So it's like they're really dialing up the true event thing. And it's great. Yep. If you haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil what the big thing is. Mm-hmm. But it's fantastic. Go watch it. And we're going to talk about it in like a week. Yeah. So with the fact, like we said, this episode's a week late. And just to kind of give ourselves some breathing room to get caught back up. Um, we're going to drop this episode on the, on the Monday of which we would normally do. We're going to pop out Justin's episode. We're actually going to skip my bonus episode for the month. Most likely, unless for some reason we're just like, Hey, we got nothing to do today. Let's crack something out. I don't plan on it, but never yeah, say never. Maybe. And then, um, I will do my episode after that. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Uh, May has uh, five weeks in it the first week is my anniversary i'm going to be gone i'll be at disneyland so we'll get them out when we can i appreciate you guys being patient and um putting up with uh the adjustments and all the stuff as we try to find our groove again um for sure yeah yeah we'll definitely find a way to make it work i i I love doing these and i I would hate for that to not be a thing but we are going to get out of here for today um until we come back next week and we talk about the fourth kind, you can find us on all the social medias. Uh, we're on Facebook at Pod and Gore Podcast. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Gore underscore Pod. You can find us on the Slasher app at Pod and Gore Podcast. Feel free to email us at Pod and Gore at gmail.com. If you have not liked, rated, reviewed, 
please consider doing so. Just helps with this, uh, the discoverability. Um, the yeah. episodes have been trending pretty decent. Um, Listen-wise, um, our last episode started off really slow i was like oh my god and then it shot back up so now it's actually there's as many listens to treehouse as there is as rosemary's baby and it it was not even yeah yeah, so that's not bad texas chainsaw is still just going crazy i think it's our most listened to episode since we covered freaks i want to say it is um a year ago in i think march of 2020 something like that um it's been a minute i was surprised yeah, it's been a long time yeah dude well good. um but yeah uh so please like rate review we haven't uh we haven't got a, a fresh review it's been like a year plus on the itunes uh we'd love to hear your thoughts um you can email yeah. us let us know we'd love to hear from you Um, until then, we hope you guys have a great day. We'll see you next week. We have been your hosts. My name is Brandon. My name is Justin. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.